Hey, everybody. Bing bong. It's five minutes past the big hour. Drive time here with FPP. Here's your host, Mike Grasso. Rasso. Rasso. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> this is Mike Rasso. This is November 8th. This is special. This is a special FPP special edition drive time podcast dedicated to all the hardworking people who have really long commutes who they send me lots of emails saying, hey, you know, you guys are great on the commute. It feels like, you know, drive time radio. Well, thank you very much. Also dedicated to our many truckers. And then John said one trucker. One trucker we know of. Yes. I believe that's David Lyon. Yeah. Who, he's always popping in, dropping yeah. us a line. You know, he, him, he's driving in his big rig, you know, mm-hmm. delivering the goods that all everyone listening that, you know, I mean, you got to give some kudos to truckers, right? Yeah, he moves the country. Yeah, yeah they move the country. They do. It's great to be here. I'm here with, I should say, starring Mark Dalzell. Hey! <laughs> John Fidelli. Hey, everybody. And my name is Mike Rosso. First thing I'm going to jump into is just in case anyone uh, out there. <laughs> You guys are gonna be like, oh, you always tell me about, always tell me about those shitty movies that you make. (laughs) (laughs) This comes out, I think it comes out today. It's called Ghastlies. And this, yep, it's called Pure Evil Bite Sized. Is the movie aptly named? Is it a ghastly movie? They've traveled over a billion miles to come and crash the party. Check it out, John. Well, I'll tell you what, the cover looks ghastly. This is uh, a, a... Claymation? You know, no, they're puppets. This is oh. a, a sort of like a, you know, homage to uh, gremlins, ghoulies, uh, critters, and other movies of the 1980s that had like pint-sized creatures in it. Have you seen any of those, Mark? Yeah. Did you say gremlins? Yes. I've seen yeah. gremlins. And this is a Blu-ray DVD Whoa. combo. Two-disc spectacular. Yes. And this uh, film is directed by... Uh, Brett Kelly. Remember and when they used to have DVDs yes. that you had to flip over? Yes. Remember two sided? Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Insert side two. Yeah. There's a poster in here, too. A man screaming. It's not a jam poster. <laughs> a jam covered man. It's a mini poster. I guess screaming. you put it on your wall. This is directed sure. by Brett Kelly. He is a fellow Canadian. Oh, yeah? I know some Canadians. Yes. Uh, and it's produced by yours truly. And this is available now on Blu ray, DVD, combo. Uh, or streaming on you know the Amazon, the Xbox, the PlayStation, all that stuff. It's called Ghastlies. Is this like a grade Z movie or a grade B movie? This keep your expectations very low. It's a really cute movie, but it's 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 super low budget. This is called micro budget filmmaking. Micro budget. Yes. All right. So, well, you know what you're getting when you hear the yeah, word micro. I was excited about that. The Blu-ray came in the other day. I was like, oh, check it out. Okay, uh, next up, product wise, is. Now, I, I, I think John has more, more like, you get more of a feeling about this when you see this because your yeah. dad actually owned this. Yeah. The album, though. The album, not the 8-track. Oh, the actual cartridge? No. That, see, my, my father owned an 8-track. My not, dad but owned... But not Sinatra. My no. dad owned an 8-track as well. All right. Nope. Your dad spun records. Well, what did spun you, records. What did your dad listen to in the car? Radio. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. WABC? We, we, that's all we had in our car. We never were... And what do you listen to? Rich enough to get a cassette or 8-track What do you car. listen to? 77 WABC. And this is Frank Sinatra, the main event on 8-track cartridge. And I do not have a, currently have an 8-track player, but I'm going to keep this for when yeah. I do. Someday. That's right. will attain that goal. That's right. Most annoying format ever created for music. 
so the uh, it's always cool to start with uh, a letter, and um, I'm really gonna I'm going to start with uh, this is from Nick Swinhart. And Nick Swinhart is the guy who runs Negative Solutions. Oh, yeah. Remember I brought the... Yeah. yeah the, yep, yep. It was a 3D printed film right. holder yeah. for a 70 millimeter, which is 116 film, so you could scan your negatives using your Epson V700 or other. He says, uh, thanks very much for your mention of my company, Negative Solutions, in your recent podcast. I had someone contact me this morning with a query about a custom film format order, and they mentioned they heard about us through your podcast. Negative Solutions started as a project three years ago to provide inexpensive film holders for consumer film scanners. Yeah, when I saw this, I needed to scan 116 film. I went on eBay, and I was like, usually you see film holders that are custom, and these companies, they scalp you. (laughs) I swear, I paid $99 back in the day for a 110. Jesus. So this was $25, and I love it. He says, while occasionally make 35-millimeter film holders for customers who have lost their OEM holders, our specialty is in oddball films like 110, APS, 126, and 616, 116. As a film lover myself, mostly 35 and 120, I continue to be amazed that so many people out there still have boxes of 110, 126, 127 film lying around that need scanning. I'm happy to provide a product outlet for such folks. Thanks again for the mention, and good luck in your endeavors with your film photography podcast. Well, thank you, Nick. It's a very clever name. Um, solutions. Name. We have two letters. One's from Aussie Phil, and one's from Aussie Pete. Oh. So why don't you read Aussie Phil? Who's Aussie Pete? I, I, I don't even know if I can do an Australian accent anymore. No, Let's please see. don't. I'm being begged not to. Oi, Mike in the gang. <laughs> Not bad. It's Cockney. Uh, it's very close. Uh, I've really enjoyed our journey together over the last eight years or so. And you've all been a constant inspiration and have, to be honest, probably kept me shooting film. However, over the last few years, I felt slightly less included. Although <laughs> I still listen intently to every episode and still get a laugh. I'm finding my line of photography, namely 6x6 medium format and 4x5 large format, does not get a lot of airtime. Oh. Matt does bring some 8x10 to the table from time to time. Love the intrepid article, by the way, but that's about it. Well, he's, he's feeling left out. I understand the formats you discussed most of the time have a great following and are growing the numbers of people using those formats. But from my point of view, I'd love to hear more about the mid to large formats. In particular, if you guys could use more than substantial influence to push the intrepid guys to look at an intrepid 617. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Lots of exclamation points. What's that? Intrepid 617. Is that a wide? Like a panorama? Oh, so 6 by 17. Yeah. Yeah, it's an odd. I guess it's a, you know, it's an odd. I mean, there are cameras like five by seven oh, wait, cameras that are not the standard formats. He goes yeah. on to say, at the moment, the best option for a six seventeen bellows camera is a Shenhao at approximately two point five k, no lenses. Is that right? Two, yeah, two thousand five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks, but no if he's lenses. In Australia, it wouldn't be. That's not American. Oh, very quickly, John. Yeah. Bellows. Bellows. Okay, very good. I've even <laughs> thought about having a go. Having a go? Would you like a go? 
I'm going to go at building one myself, but time being an issue, would happily hand it over, hand over an intrepid-like price for a 617 Bellows camera with their build quality. What do you think, Matt? I don't know. I don't know. Kickstarter. Yeah. Again, I love what you guys do, and even though I'm not often a financial contributor, I still feel part of the FPP family. Yes, you are. In fact, if it were to be read out, uh, I'd hope that it would be done in a South Park, Phil Collins-style Aussie accent. See, I should have read the last paragraph first. I could have totally accommodated him. Cheers, mates. How, how's the Phil Collins uh, character talk on South Park? Oi! <laughs> Again, love what you guys do, and even though we're not often a financial contributor, I still feel part of the FPP family. In fact, if this were to be read out... I'd hope that you bloody well do it like South Park, Phil Collins style, Aussie accent. Oi. Thank you, John. Cheers, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Uh, before we get to Aussie Pete, there are uh, a few letters here. People were really uh, excited about us talking about Subminiature. Wait, do you want to talk about the, Wow. Talk about his thing? What thing? The, the, the 617 Bellows? 617? I don't know anything about it. What do you know about it? <laughs> No, I was just going to say, I think... I know about 126. All those panoramic cameras, I never understood those... Pan- <laughs> like those little 35-millimeter point-and-shoots that have the selectable oh, mask. Ridiculous. What's the yeah, point? That's stupid. You, so that's, but that's exactly the way I feel about these, these 6x17. So basically a non-motorized panoramic camera, what's the point? You're just, autom- you're just cropping most of your image anyway. So I would rather just shoot a 4x5... And then if I want it to be... Yeah, but that was f- what, by 16? Yeah, 6x17. But all it's doing is... Only exposing that. No, no, I think the, the camera of, of, of what is it? Six by 17? Intrepid 617. Oh, it, no, that's actual size of your film holder. Right. But it's only because the film, it's, it's only because that's how big the film is. The lens itself is, is basically shooting a giant circular image, but instead of choosing to take a big rectangle out of the middle of it, it's just taking a panoramic yeah. image. I think we could. We could easily admit that maybe we're all of us are unqualified to talk about this topic. All right, I refuse to admit that, but we can we can move on if you like. I'm going to keep that letter for you know, for you know, for Matt. There you go. All right. So before we get to Aussie Pete, this is from our good friend uh, Jeff Greenstein. We met him in Los Angeles. <coughs> we met him at San Clemente. Was he shooting an Alpine camera or something? Or something? Is that that guy? Should I read this? Yeah. Hey, FPP gang, I love the latest show, what show? But y'all effed up in talking about uh, the famous Minox. Oh, this one. You give me the one that I'm well, getting I figured, on. I, I mean, we're not shamed by it. Y'all effed up in talking about the, the famous Minox, quote, spy camera. Yeah, I know. The film is not 16 millimeter, but 8 millimeter and 11 millimeter. Basically, Super 8 film in a tiny little cartridge. That's incredible. Blue Moon Camera and Machine in Portland, Oregon have recently begun selling and processing Minox film and sub-miniature aficionados should really get to know them. I have a bunch of Minox images on my Instagram, which is blue439, all spelled out, B-L-U-E-F-O-U-R-F... Blue439, you you know how to spell it. Here's an example. I own the original... 1939 Riga Minox Plus, Minox models A, B, and C. So if you want to talk more about these amazing little cameras, kindly fly me to New Jersey. Uh, Fly uh, me to New Jersey. Speaking of Frankie. Your friend, Jeff. Incredible. The Minox 8mm film. Can you imagine how small? It's incredible. That's too small. What are they trying to hide? Resolution. That's what Bond had. Resolution. 
So, so uh, just imagine so now. Now you go back to think about it, all those movies where they're taking pictures of the secret documents. Yeah. When they developed that, they wouldn't have been able to read that. Uh, but they used like if they used like tech pan or a film that's so high resolution, mm. completely ungreenable film. Now on to Aussie Pete. I'll take that letter. Oh, can I read this like Phil Collins now? Oh yes. All right. Oh, when you're done, here's one for you. Your recent podcast discussed the joys of sub-miniatures. Well, I've got a Minox B, and I'm just aching to shoot, but given I live down under, far from just about everything, I'd like to process the film myself. <laughs> you might be familiar with Marcus Dunkerman's mod of the Jobo 1501 for processing sub-miniature film. If not, bad on you. And here is the link he provides with instructions. Not the clearest What's for the making link? one. It's a http colon backslash backslash db.tt backslash xlbhlzq0. Does that work? That's for making one, and here's how to use it. Uh, www.submin.com backslash for sale backslash shops backslash 8 by 11 film backslash 8 by 11 jobo underscore real dot htm thank you jeez uh, show notes folks film photography uh, podcast.com you'll see <laughs> you'll see the show and then you click on that and you'll see the show notes for this particular show it says could you guys test this before I order and perhaps ruin a Jobo 1501. Things are so expensive here in Australia and hard to come by. Aussie Pete. Aussie Pete. This is from Terry Staler. He uh, becomes very emotional, so I'm going to try to act this out as, mm. as if I'm Terry. Mm. This is Mike Rosso. Let me swallow my liquid first. Okay, being okay. Terry. I just wanted to say, and I mean this with much love, I hate you guys. Five months ago, I did not suffer from gas. <laughs> But now, I need to be institutionalized. Five minutes after you talked about the Minolta 16, I bought a complete kit on eBay. Some film cassettes and 16mm black and white film. Ha! Yeah! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! That's what it says. That's what it says. (laughs) I'm going to go bankrupt or die when all this camera equipment fails on me and I perish under 13... Balls. <laughs> under 13 tons of metal, plastic, and glass. And aluminum. And aluminum. By the way, when do you guys think you might get some or- Orca 110 black and white in stock? In stock right now. They came in in September. Currently restocked, 110, black and white orca, color negative, color slide, oh. and red scale. Really? Yeah. Wow. You need to shoot lot. some 110. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's that nice camera I got? Oh, what's the, what's the what's SLR called? One. The SLR. Is it a Minolta? Minolta? Oh, Olympus? Yeah. 110 zoom. The pancake one. You got the pancake, and yeah. then you have the little SLR. Which one do you have? I got the pancake. Pancake. Well, there's the Minolta 2, the one, the zoom, the, what's it called? The 110... Zoom 2. What's the one you bought, which the looks, kit? Well, which looks like a little SLR. You that's the Pentax oh, 110. Oh, that's the Pentax. The Pentax Auto 110. That's the one yeah. you got in London. Yeah. Yeah, that's At a beautiful At the Portobello camera. Road Market. That yeah. was awesome. Terry, if you don't have a Pentax Auto 110 camera, you need to get one. It is an SLR 110 camera that has interchangeable lenses. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's got 
five. It's I amazing. Five little. different lenses. It has an, it has a, fl- a flash. It has a, a a motor drive. And the pictures look really good. Yeah, great. And it's like the size of a pack of gum. It's he tiny. says, "I now have five 110 cameras." Then says, P.S. Okay, I admit it. I am having fun. Don't stop. It's my responsibility to seek medical mental health. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes. I've had some issues in the past, personal issues, where I'm like, you know, I, I became offended when people like, I blame you, mm-hmm. or I get an email, I blame you, Rasso. And it's like, I'm over it. It's okay. I understand. But as Terry says, you need to take personal responsibility. Yeah. It's not all on you. Yeah. It's not on us. We're not twisting your arm. We're not, we're not reaching into your PayPal account. Don't blame the dealer. Right. <laughs> Just don't go see him. Right. And this is the best drug to, to have. Yeah. Fill him. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Terry. There are worse addictions. I just want to get through our letters that talk about Minox. Wonder who There's a lot of them, huh? Yeah, people really... This is from our good friend, Warren Yee. Warren Yee. Hello, all great FPP titans. <laughs> just thought to answer the call from the shoe about Minox users. Yes! Minox! 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 I've owned a Minox since the age of 18, which is 1983 for him. I blew five months high school job paychecks for the Model LX. Today I still have Models 3s, B, and C as well. I did notice the show notes for Podcast 169 mentioned the error comment about Minox format being 16 (laughs) millimeter, and most likely many have sent in their comments about corrections already. Yes! Everyone has. Yes. Here's one more for the pile. It is 9.5 millimeter or so it is listed. Actually, it's about 9.2 or a hair more. All right, so we got 8, 9.2, 9.5, and 11. It actually can't cycle through the camera or fit in the cartridge if it were actually 9.5 millimeter. Marketing, I guess. The film was custom slit by many major film companies back in the day. Kodak, Agfa, Adox, Ansco, Fuji, Sears. I've been reloading my own cartridges and, of course, needed to slit my own film as well. Not only slitting and developing black and white and color, I've enlarged my shots and sometimes until it was a Surah or Pollock-like image. Fancy. That 8 by 11 millimeter format is tiny, but the lens is super sharp. Mm. I've shot tech, Technopan and Ektar 25 with the Minox and got very nice 8 by 10s. Wow. 8 by 10s That's out of something. an 8 millimeter negative? Oh, yes. Currently, I'm not in my sub-mini craze, but hope to get back to it with a freshly slit Ferrania P30 loaded up. That's cool. More could be said, but I'll leave it up to you folks. Keep up the good works of FPP. Warren, a.k.a. Mystery Onion. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of true. Like, you get into, like, little crazes. Do you find yourself getting into, like, a little, like, all of a sudden you're all about? Oh, my God. You know what I pulled out today? No. For the first time in, like... Two years. It's not that kind of show. Oh, get hold on. I gotta get a picture of this. I pulled out Polaroid SX70. How's it hanging? I'm David Pumpkins, and I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. Mark Dalzell just whipped out two. Oh, that's 680. That thing is worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it works? It's got, yeah, it's got the sonar and the flash built in. That's why. I oh, like. That's a beautiful wow. camera. That's awesome. When you have to depress the shutter, it focuses. like. Well, they all do that. I mean, any of the sonar ones. Oh. But having the flash built in. Is that one? Not this one. But the sonar ones automatically. But, this, but having the flash 
Do you are you, so you kind of caught the excitement wave with Polaroid releasing the new film? I'm kind of like getting back in. I'm kind of thinking about pulling it back. I wish I had thought of it last week with uh, Halloween. I would love to have gotten oh. some Polaroids of my daughter, but I didn't even think of it. But. Well, you had the film. I know. I know. And, that, I, and actually, this camera, this 680 already has old Impossible film on it. Even okay. Still oh, my. From two years now, ago. Now, do you have the uh, Mint electronic flash for that SX70 camera? I don't know. Oh. You can own one. I got a 680. Pop, <laughs> pop one on. So where are you, you going to use that one? Uh, well, I brought this just in case, because the 680 has been a little temperamental, but, I, but I, I have about six of these. And what model number is that? This is the Model 2. So this is the, the beige with the brown leather model. Yeah, it's, it's got leather on it. in front of it. Turn the camera on. <laughs> Stupid. Cap. Anyway, we digress. Pop one off if I you got it saying. loaded. Oh, there you go. Uh, it's two-year-old impossible. Shield it. So what got you excited about? The, you saw all this Polaroid craze, you know, the new Polaroid? I think the new Polaroid, yeah. Just, and I, 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 I was sorting some stuff this morning at the studio, and I saw this bright red SX-70 film box and i was like oh yeah polaroid i want to get back into polaroid no, and you, then we, we you know you talked about picking my five favorite cameras oh okay and i immediately picked four we'll talk about it later i immediately picked four and then thought the fifth that's the hardest one and i was trying to think of what out of all my cameras would i pick as my fifth one and one of the ones that popped up that i hadn't haven't thought of in forever is my polaroid 250 like I, we've completely just neglected pack film uh, everyone got all bummed out because Fuji discontinued it, but there's plenty yeah. of film. There's tons of it around still. Yeah, sure. Tons of it around. There'll be uh, a Kickstarter for something new in the next six months, probably. Uh, speaking of Kickstarter, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I'm David Pumpkins! I know, but like, who are you? I'm David Pumpkins, man! Okay, yeah, yeah, and David Pumpkins is... His own thing! And the skeletons are... Part of it. And now before I bring back the spectacular Lily Yokoi from New York, Julie Mead is going to tell us about the wonderful world of Cameraland. Well, Ed, all America is Cameraland, and it's yours just for the picture taking. Now let me show you. For some, Cameraland is a far-off lake where the boats go whizzing by. For others, Cameraland is their own front yard, where the kids go whizzing by. Cameraland can be a quiet place just made for sharing together. Or it can be an exciting place that's worth bringing home in all its wonder. In fact, Cameraland is all around you, wherever you go, whatever you do. And it's full of the fun that won't stand still. The fun that's just made for movies because movies tell a story as no other pictures can. Step by step, a lifelike story that's so easy to make and so wonderful to see. Right now, your Kodak dealer has a world of new movie cameras to help you capture all the action and color. And new automatic movie projectors, too. You'll find them at photo stores featuring this special Kodak 1961 Cameraland display. Look for it. And with these new cameras by Kodak, you'll find that movies are just as easy to take as snapshots. Hey, we're back. Let's uh, get a quick traffic and uh, weather update from John Fideli. 
Okay, hey everybody, it's Biff Thompson here. We're going to be talking about traffic. Traffic on the B-17, we got a lot of traffic. A little rubbernecking on the side there. Looks like a little lady must have thrown her underwear out on the side of the road. we got some rubberneckers. And then you go over to the George Washington Bridge. Well, you don't know anything new there. It's always backed up uh, going in and outbound from the city. Uh, let's throw it over to Bobby for the weather. Hey everybody, it looks like tonight we're going to be having some clouds and the moon will be coming through. That'll be nice. We haven't seen the moon in a long time. This being autumn, it sure is going to be uh, a humdinger of an evening. It's going to be about 65 degrees and, you know, it's partly cloudy, so you enjoy yourself out there, everybody. Hey, I'll throw it back to Mike now. Before the break, Mark mentioned the word Kickstarter. There have been an awful lot of film-related Kickstarters yet, so, lately. So many, in fact, that... Rather than just ignoring them, head spinning. We'll just do a roundup, a kick, Kickstarter roundup. It's hard to keep up with them. Yeah. yeah, there's so many popping up, which is great. And there's no there's no such thing as a bad film photography Kickstarter. If you don't want to support it, you don't have to. It's fine. Did you check the rules and regulations for Kickstarter? Remember when there was a there was like yeah. a ping pong back and forth, and then someone wrote on the Flickr like, "Oh no no no, that person is responsible." And I thought, "No, he's not actually." Well. It depends. I mean, it's just you were talking semantics here. He is responsible for doing his best, but legally, you're not getting your money back. What constitutes doing your best? You're never getting yeah. your money back. <laughs> no. But you know, when you, you you go into it as if it's your, you know, it's it's a lottery, and you're hoping that the thing works out, and you have to judge for yourself. Um, like there's some Kickstarters, um, like you know, uh, there's one that just popped up, the Reservat um, film back. That thing is done. It's been around for a year or so. They've been testing it. They've been working with it. It's really cool. It's just a matter of now putting it into production. They need money to put it into production, but they've already got a working prototype, as opposed to some things where the, you know, the Kickstarter is like, hey, I had a dream last night <laughs> yeah. about this new kind of camera. Or I, right. then all the updates are like, wow, this is proving a lot harder than we thought. Yeah. Man, wait, does the anybody know what film bit- is? Can somebody <laughs> help me out? Yeah, it's sort of the same old song and dance. I want to so, make a 4x5 SLR. All right, anyway. So what is the one you were talking about? I saw you brought, uh, Mark brought the fridge in. I did, yeah, that just because I had some film in it. That's the, at, what, Mamiya RB67? RB67. Well, are we talking about Kickstarters or fridge? I know, where do we go? Well, doesn't, isn't there a Kickstarter having to do with the fridge? Oh. oh, it just so happens there. Actually, yeah. Oh. I, you know, good, good. Look at That's that. why I thought you brought it. No, not at all. Oh, get I it literally just brought it because I had film in it and I wanted to shoot it. Oh, and that's a fully operational... Mamiya RB67? It is fully Wait, operational. Is it on loan? I know there was one. Is that the same one? You're reminding one? me of a Star Trek reference that some geeks out there will totally be giggling at. It is fully operational. What? Do you watch the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd? He's gonna take you back to the past To play the shitty games that suck as He'd rather have a buffalo No. You don't watch the Angry Video Game Nerd? First of all, it kind of looks like you. Oh, he says oh, fully my. functional, actually. And he has a YouTube channel where he does reviews, but Thanks. he reacts in a way I could see Mark reacting. I think I sent an email to you guys. I Did said, you? hey, doesn't this guy remind you of Mark? I remember? remember that one. Everyone just ignored it. Nobody yeah, remembers that. Okay, so I'm not going to interrupt, but really quick. I remember that RB67 was kicking around when Dane was on the show. Is this the same camera, or this is a whole different unit? This is a different camera. Dane still has his, 60, his RB67 up in New York State. Where did you get this one from? This one was um, actually an FPP donation, but it came in all broken. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, the, the, the shutters were frozen. The, the focus knobs were broken off. What of did the, you do? 
I fixed it. Get out of town. Good as, good as they new. built him. Did you really? Yeah. You actually got it working. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. How did you do that? Well, I'm not going to go through step by step, but a lot of you know disassembly and oiling and cleaning and reassembly. Get out of town. I made. I, I fixed the. You know, I can't even see where I fixed it. But, oh, this knob. This knob was all broken. That's I, right. I remember it. Yeah. Completely shot. Yeah. So I, I I reassembled it and epoxied it. Man, if somebody gave me a 3D printer, I'd be unstoppable. But mm-hmm. this yeah. camera was sad. It was so sad that I gave it to Mark. No. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Mark, been. this thing. I don't know. Well, because we sort of said give it to Dane because Dane's isn't really his anyway. He's sort of on right. a long-term loan. And when he moved away, he said, I don't need two of them. You just you, you can have it back. So he kind of gave it back to me. It's been sitting ever since. But I've got a, I've got a roll of uh, Ilford 400 in it right now. I'm just finishing up. Very nice. And it takes a 6x6 six six square image? 6x7. Uh, six oh, RB, six, RB, RB six seven. seven. Get it? Yeah, I uh, get it now. <laughs> so it's just like a Mamiya M645. Uh, but it's a 6.7. Almost... <laughs> Except that takes a six by four by five cube picture. Oh, they call it six four five for that too, huh? <laughs> Those are good numbers. Okay, so Kickstarter. Anyway, yes. So yeah, we can jump to that. So there's a, there's a Kickstarter that literally appeared yesterday um, for this thing called the Resovat Instant Film Processor, which is kind of an odd name, but basically it's a it's an instant film back. So you remember back in the day, you used to be able to get your Polaroid backs for mm-hmm. your studio cameras. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this guy has come out with an Instax back uh, that currently works with the Hasselblad 500 and all of its various cameras, uh, which I'm not super familiar with, um, the RB67 and the, uh, the Mamiya Press camera, which is the, I forget what it's called, the modular, whatever it's called. Anyway, the Mamiya Press, the Polaroid 600 SE, um, and there's... A, so those all use the, the regular Instax film. They, they have one that uses the Instax Square that is for 4x5 view cameras. An Instax back for 4x5 cameras. It's so awesome. John and I are not excited. Well, John is actually shaking his head on I my sh- face I don't is shoot frozen. That well, he doesn't shoot so, a 4x5. What no. does he know? But what's the purpose? Well, it's the same. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a weak purpose, but it's the same purpose. It's that, fun. It's like, hey, no, you no, no. It's the same purpose that photographers always did, which is to get a test shot, to Whoa. make sure. But well, back in the day, you would use Polaroid 100 ISO film, and that was very, very pinpoint. Like, it was a really good test. That's true. Yeah. But that's, so that's what you could do, though. You could use it to get a test. Just to look, see, see what you get. Get a look, see. <laughs> look, see. Right. Yeah. So I'm you set your 4x5 up at your studio or whatever. I mean, you squint when you're on the print. You're like, oh, we need more backlight on the model. Exactly. Okay, very good, Mark. So, you, you know, that's, well, that's not me. Is $900 a reasonable amount of money for that? Is that how much it was? $900. The um, they were... Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was 900 I didn't buck. put the price down. So what is this called, this Kickstarter? Uh, it's the Resovat Instant Film Processor. Spell that, R-E-S. R-E-Z. Why, why Resovat? I-V-O-T or R-E-Z-I... Bot. V-O-T. Dot. Very nice. Um, it's a re- so so that's so that that's the first part of it is that's what it is. Okay. The second half of it is I'm not gonna get one. It's it's very it is very expensive. It's pricey. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool. It's a cool idea. I would if if it was, and I'm not I'm not trying to haggle with you here, Mister Resovat. But if it was a hundred bucks, 
Mm-hmm. I would totally get one just for fun because it, for me it would just be yeah, a toy. It would be just for fun. I think hundred bucks is not reasonable. If it was two hundred bucks or two fifty, let's say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why I didn't put the. Price what? Down. When does it end? I thought it was. When does lunch. it end? I, I, I'm look, I thought it was. That seems steep. You know, while we're talking, maybe that I'll, was for two. I'll All look right, it up. Look it up. Well, because they had. Yeah. Well, I'll ask you what I asked you in the email that you ignored, Mike. Do you think that they're going to reach their goal? I don't know. Are they going to reach their goal, Mark? Well, his goal was like two hundred and fifty or something like that. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, this this just opened. This just did like, like yesterday. I mean, this is a brand new Kickstarter, so I can I can look. Let me he's, let me look right now and see what what the current about, numbers are. Uh, he's got about thirty days. Uh, he had thirty five days left or something. No, it's forty three days. It's well, it's mean, a long. This airs. Yeah, this is oh, November. Oh yeah, 11th. sorry, sorry. November eighth. Yeah, this, I mean it's a long it's a long campaign. So he's got until December seventeenth, and he's already at, at over twenty thousand. Of two hundred fifty. Two hundred thirty thousand. Okay. But I guess I mean also put it into context. This I think he's he's mostly. Uh, oh, here we go. It's 219. Ooh. And this is the real, authentic, branded Kickstarter. This is, the, uh, yeah, uh, real Kickstarter. Real Kickstarter, folks. You make your goal or you get nothing. Get diddly. Oh, I see what you're seeing. No, for oh, 900, you get the camera with the back on it. Oh, wow. Um, really? Yeah, but for 200, you can get just what the back. What kind of camera? Uh, the, the, the $900 set is the Mamiya Universal, which is the really ugly Mamiya press camera. Oh. I, th- <laughs> I think that 200 is reasonable for Yeah, 200 is right. not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's too much for me as a, as a toy. And then for, for 2000 you can get the Hasselblad 500CM package that mm. comes with the camera and the back and a, and a 120 holder and an 80 millimeter lens. That's a limited thing. And then they've got, uh, you, you can get the 12-piece price, the, the family bucket for $2,200. <laughs> So how do you, how would you put it on the back of that camera? You got to take the back uh, off. Well, back easily comes off, right? Does it? Yeah, oh, the back camera. the back just oh comes off. Oh well, that's so easy. so that's what you would do is you would stick that Instax back on, take your shot, see what you got, put your film back back on, and then take the actual oh. shot. So they're designed to do that. And either Instax Mini or Instax Square. Yes, uh, I I didn't. Um, well, don't they make backs like that already though for those cameras? Not, Not Instax. for those cameras. Oh, Instax. Okay. Yeah, they, they used make to make pack film backs. Pack film backs. Right. Yep. Um, Very good. So that's the sort of interesting thing. So it's got an actual battery in it. So when you take the shot, it'll eject the picture oh, and the whole cool. deal. So having an Instax back on my 4x5 Ooh, would be kind of fun. Cool. That's pretty cool. 219 is not bad. It's just a little steep for me. And so that'll fit on, you know, in a regular 4x5 film holder. So anyway, check it out. It's interesting. It's a Taiwanese company. Like I said earlier, they've already got working prototypes. This thing has been sort of on the horizon for a couple of years. <laughs> Um, they're just finally putting it into Kickstarter, like ramping up, you know, to make a thousand of them. They need the money mm-hmm. to to actually go into production. But it seems like it's it's already an existing product. So okay, it's cool. And Very, December seventeenth, check it out. Great. Check moving out. right, moving right along. Kickstarter. Next, next Kickstarter. Next Kickstarter. Another Kickstarter. Let's do um, the the the. I don't even know how you say it. The Malefic Malefic camera m-a-l-e-f-i-c this is sort of an interesting one i can just sort of sort of to go through quickly it's a four by five stop me if you've heard this one it's a four by five stop injection molded (laughs) camera that you put your own lens on the front of oh and then you put a four by five film holder on the back and you've got like a little pocket four by five camera oh pocket that's nice do you remember the the wanderlust yes it's, is it like that? It's so much like it that I don't 
fully understand. There's there's a side by side comparison. Oh my goodness! Look at this. They're gonna be uh, gonna get sued. Look well, at that. it's very very similar. Now I've got no problem with that. They may have they may have improved on the design a bit. The travel wide, as we, far as I know, they're still waiting for travel wides. To no, be. travel wides went out. Oh, did they ship? I, I believe so. On their, on yeah. Their way out. Um, Is it the same guys? No, it's oh. not the same guys. Um, they it's it's pretty cheap. You need to supply your own lens, but it's one hundred and twenty nine dollars for the camera mm. itself, which isn't bad. But you're also looking at you know potentially a hundred dollars or more but for for a lens. It's a lens like your typical large four by five lens. When you say your own lens, it's not like they made a four by five camera that you could adapt. Your Nikon lens, your Canon lens. These are specific no. lens board lenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this has to be a lens off of a certain. I mean, there's a wide variety of lenses that'll work, but it has to be a four by like it has to be a large format lens. You could stick a Nikon. That'd be interesting. You'd get some really crazy mm. vignetting and all kinds of wacky yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's not designed for that. But yeah, it's very similar to the travel wide camera. It's 129 dollars. The Kickstarter ends November 14th, so you only have another week to go. As of Right now, they're not doing so well. Um, they have a kind of a high goal of $81,000, and they're only at 3500 right now. So it's not looking good. Um, also, this this type of camera could be kind of played out already with the yeah, travel, the travel wide. wide. Yeah. So I truly, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about them. I think it's cool. Um, I didn't get a travel wide, but uh, I don't, I don't quite see what the improvement is on the travel wide. So maybe it's. <clears throat> I don't know what the deal is, but anyway, check it out if you like. M A L E F I C camera, Malefic camera. Okay. All right. Speaking of Kickstarter, and and well, I could just keep going. You want me to just keep talking? One more. I'll do one more. Do How one many more. do we have all together? Well, well, we got. I got one more that's that's like current. That's okay. that's running out of time. I would like to mention that your the arms of your chair squeaking as they hit the table. <laughs> Are they? Oh, this one over here. Can I make them go lower? How low can you go? <laughs> John, you look like you're ready to go to sleep. I'm, I'm going to be closer. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So I can get closer. My head's low clogged. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. What's next? Uh, we'll talk about this one. This one just kind of, again, this is sort of an interesting one. The Box Camera Rebirth Kickstarter. Oh, I saw that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you, we love this one. Uh, there's a teacher down in Allen, Texas, by the name, by the very Texas name of Dusty Parrish. Yeah. Uh, he's an elementary school teacher, and he's got a Kickstarter out to do um, a, uh, yes, sir. A, a class with box cameras, with old 120 Kodak Eastman box cameras, um, to, to teach the kids how to use them, to shoot film with them, to process the film, and then to do a show, an exhibition of the images. What exhibition? <laughs> I'm in. You're in too, right? Uh, I don't think I got I, in yet. I think are you in? I'll oh. get in. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll I will. I will bucks. do. Yeah, before it's done. Throw them a couple bucks. Oh no, this is cool because uh, not That's to very not to steal thing. away steal away your information, but no. the, the prizes are you get a, a photograph that the class took. You get a photograph of the class. Like it's it's uh, a class project, right? Yeah, which is very cool, and it's it's interesting that he's going for the box camera approach. He's not doing point and shoots like a lot of these yeah. the classes are doing, or this and that. He's yeah, going way back. Yeah, which Don't, is sort of which old, is actually old, pretty old, cool. Old, 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 what is he trying to? What is his goal? Uh, his his financial goal is three thousand um, dollars. Not a lot. What's he up to? Not not a whole lot right now. 
Really? Yeah. So if you're out there listening, this is this is a good cause. Yeah. It's actually kind of a cool program. I liked it because he's he's guy's very low key. He's doing his own thing, mm-hmm. and he just wants this to, this for his class. I thought it was very cool, and the goal is reasonable. Yeah. So you know, offline, what is he up to? Right now, two ninety. That's it. Two hundred ninety. Yeah. That's my money. Leslie's money, and yeah, he's he's got five backers. That's it. Yeah. When's it ending? November sixteenth. Oh boy. November sixteenth. Okay, so you guys got to help this. We program. have another like another week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can chip in twenty five bucks here and there, but I, I'm yeah. not, not going to chip in three thousand dollars. So that's why. No. That's what I'm helping right so now. So FPP yes. folks out there listening, what's this actually called? Like to uh, get there, it is called Box Camera Rebirth. It's it's worthy. Box Camera Rebirth in the Google. Kick, mm-hmm. In his actual Kickstarter, yeah. If you Google that, you'll, it'll it'll pop right up. I just did. Hey, it. let's go in there and let's rock his house. It's a film community. Twenty five bucks. You get a digital photograph of the student and a letter from a digital letter from the student. Guess if you so. if you if you, you crank it up, me take uh, go go a thousand dollars. Go what? with that. They've got a thousand dollar level. What do you get for a thousand dollars? You get a digital letter, a digital photograph, a photographic print, a signed photographic print of the entire box camera group. And a signed image from each of the students' favorite images. Is there like a you know five dollar thank you? You know the kids will. Yeah, I think yep. all there's levels. the five dollar the least you can do level of yeah. donation. <clears throat> no, I mean you. I mean you Kickstarter, can you can always chip in as much as you want. <laughs> but if you want to get something out of it, the well, lowest listen, level. Listen, if everybody just throws in five bucks, we can help this guy. Here's oh, what yeah. we got going. I know for a fact when I go into the FPP and it's like right after broadcast date, it's like bang like. About 4,700 fo- of you folks out there listening immediately. We could throw this over the top by you just throwing in, what's everyone the minimum? Five bucks. Well, 25 will get you the, the, a photograph and a letter. Hmm. But if everyone just gives five bucks, oh, yeah. we're yeah. done. The, yeah, this exactly. guy has a happy class. Yeah, and it's well worth it. Yeah. Because this is what we do here. This is what Spread we do. Making dreams come true. Yeah. That's right. As a matter of fact, uh, a time. Uh, yep. Leslie, Mark O'Brien, they each delivered... Huge, heavy boxes of cameras to schools, you know. And I'm this guy because a few people said, "Well, well, Mike, why don't you just donate the cameras?" And I said, very much like uh, Marlon Brando as uh, Don Corleone, or no, actually, his wife said it at the table. Remember when Carlo was talking fresh to Connie? It's <laughs> yeah. like don't interfere. <laughs> and this is like this guy. You know, like I'm not going to interfere. He's doing. Yeah, it's like David has pumpkins. What is this? It's his. It's his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> his own thing. And the skeletons are part of it. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> Any questions? Do you know about that? No. I'm David Pumpkins. I know, but like, who are you? I'm David Pumpkins, man. You know that? So stupid. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about it. Real, real quick, folks. <laughs> Henrik is over because he did the Chiller Theater in, yeah. in October. And he's like, oh, because he always comes over and he's like, I'm like, come on, show me something cool on YouTube. Because he turns me on to all sorts of crazy things. Yeah. Like a guy who does backyard experiments, like pour, pouring molten aluminum into a pumpkin. Oh, my. Another guy who like shoots firearms, like heavy-duty firearms, oh, like out in a field. Oh, so he's like, nice. oh, do you know about David Pumpkins? I'm like, what? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, so he shows me. It's Tom Hanks as a character called David S. Pumpkins. Saturday Night Live skit. SNL skit from uh, 2016. Oh, my gosh. Really? The YouTube video has 30 million hits. Ooh. 
dark chocolate cookie bites. Chocolate covered cookie bowls. Don't go too crazy because we have a nice box here. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. So, how do we tie this into what we're talking about? I have no idea. Oh, folks at home. Any questions? Mm. Yeah, let's rock this guy's world. Oh, what's the other one? Yeah, five bucks dark a piece. Cho- oh, at least you could do. Chocolate. Oh, no. Dark chocolate, please. Dark chocolate's way better. These are. These By are the way, jazz. I interrupt our Kickstarter roundup to tell you that our mm. P.O. Box 264, Fairlawn, New Jersey, 07410. You think the letters, letters will get here if they spell New Jersey like New Jersey? Yes. As long as the zip code is As long there. as the zip's there. Okay. These were donated by then Mark if Dalzell. Letter, if you have a letter, write it to New Jersey. These are called milk chocolate cookie bites, but there's no brand. Jacks. It says on the front, J-A-X-X. Jacks. What country is this from? Turkey. It is a product of Turkey. Oh, really? I was just calling John a turkey. I didn't realize I was right. Okay, so that was called Box... And they're kosher. Box you know. Camera Rebirth. Do it, folks. Rebirth. Do it. All right. Box we should, uh, should get him in touch with the ham ham guy. <laughs> Why? Ham's making uh, box cameras. Okay, and more Kickstarters for this show or no? Mm. Um, I, uh, I, I, there's no more current ones, but we can just. Oh, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. It's 45. Wait, I'll just, I'll just let me just say. Sh- <laughs> yes, Mark. <laughs> I was just gonna say uh, shout out to the Portland Dark Room Kickstarter. Oh yes, oh, which, yeah. which just ended yesterday, but they totally crushed their goal. Um, and good job. See, that's amazing. If those people can crush you, we can crush the buck. Okay, hey, Portland Darkroom, thanks. Yeah. I received good job. Le- I received a letter. So, listen, folks out there, this was our drive time podcast. Um, you know, it's traditional, although we haven't done it in many, many years. Many I think months. before Mark was here. Before Mark was even born. Back in the day, we did, no- November was chock-a-block. It was like a podcast every week. November is a great month to do that. Because, you know, people are sitting around, like, trapped with their families, like Thanksgiving mm. and stuff like trapped that. Trapped is a good word. And so, but we want to hear from you. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Hiya. <laughs> we want to know if this works for you. What do you think of this kind of, like, you know, fast-moving show? In and out. In and out. I bought this bell special for this podcast. That's great. Because who would have anything against it? When what I kind w- of curmudgeon would complain about this. About the bell? I don't like the bell. No, about about a quick. You don't like the bell. Show. But do you remember driving to school back in the day, and they'd, they'd be like, it was like, what was the, the station? Like, oh, the mor- the, the morning W-A-D-W. zoo. We need to get a soundboard out here of like the morning of zoo. I never listened to that. They always had the bells. So annoying. They had the bell. They had whistles. They had you know. Oh, you have a slide whistle. Oh yeah, honky horn stuff. You know what we need on this show with us? Looney Skip Rooney. <laughs> Is he still alive? Yes! Oh, my God. He works at... You know there's a, there's a radio station in Pompton Lakes? No. It's an AM station. 50, Seriously? 1500. Wow. Yeah. You can only pick it up when you're sitting in the parking lot of the radio station. Yeah, really? That's right. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to be back next week next week next week you don't sound like anything right until then hey i've been playing the walkabouts oh yeah yeah people really been digging it uh sounds like that i think they're american. Isn't that what you no do? they're american is that what you do in australia like, I think oh, let's go for a walkabout the walkabouts are uh they supply the music to where the air is cool and dark oh that's right that them guys and they contributed to that soundtrack so i've been playing cuts from the where the air is cool and dark soundtrack 
The soundtrack did exist on CD at one point in the 1990s. You can occasionally see it on eBay. For thousands of dollars. No. It's so rare. You can find their LPs on eBay, and they do have uh, CDs on eBay. And, of course, if you search the walkabouts, you will, of course, find their website. They recently broke up, sadly. <laughs> but maybe this will be a resurgence for you them. Got one record? They have many records. Oh. Yeah, they were together for a long time. So if you're on the Amazon streaming, you can watch Where the Air is Cool and Dark. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. It's in the U.S., Germany, and the U.K., so check it out. And, of course, the, my new film, directed by Brett Kelly, Gastly's. What year was this produced? Where the Air is Cool and Dark? No, Gastly's. Gastly's, 2016. Oh, it's his new movie. Brand new. Oh. It's an homage to 1980s. Yeah, that's so, what a lot of people say when they steal other people's ideas. So <laughs> that's, that's the hot thing right now. The gang will be back next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Mind if I play your guitar? You know how? Yeah, I can play a little bit. Sure, go right ahead. Cool, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. It's a beautiful guitar. Yeah, I got it at Sears. That's beautiful. I got a slide here. I want to play. saw him he was on the killing floor last time that I saw him he was on the killing floor it's a late train to mercy but I hope it never comes It's a late train to mercy But I hope it never comes Moves just like the winter not stop it in a course Moves just like the winter Cannot stop it in a course I heard a brave man holler He cannot
Yeah. 
doubts will start I knew that even when it went too far The things that count I carried all along Sometimes cruel and sometimes fate All them strange and twisted shapes The things that count I carried to take a punch. A blow to the body. Tighten your stomach muscles. A body blow to the gut or solar plexus can damage organs and kill. Not to mention, soil your shorts. This sort of punch is one of the best and easiest ways to knock someone out. Harry Houdini died from an unexpected blow to the abdomen. Do not suck in your stomach if you expect that a punch is imminent. If possible, shift slightly so that the blow hits your side. Do not flinch or move away from the punch. Try to absorb the blow with your obliques. This is the set of muscles on your side that wraps around your ribs. While a blow to this area may crack a rib, it is less likely to do damage to internal organs. A blow to the head. Move toward the blow 
Not, not away from it. Getting punched while moving backward will result in the head taking the punch at full force. A punch to the face can cause head whipping, where the brain moves suddenly inside the skull, and may result in severe injury or death.